Welcome back to Joystick and Mouse video game news and reviews for all you filthy casuals out there. My name is Alex. I go by Cross in the gaming community. With me, as always, is Diddy. Howdy, folks. And Jay Dimes. All the time. Every single time we start this show, you can't hear. What is it? The first time know. he talks. Every single time. It's a Discord thing, dude. It has to be. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, maybe I the same way that the music cuts out or something. I wonder if I come in too close to when the music is cutting out. Diddy talks. The music yeah, cutting the out, cutting yeah. Out. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But anyway, today's episode 95. It is January the 14th of day before 2021. My son's oh, wow. Okay, so the day before your son's birthday. Uh, today is uh, our dear friend Cass's birthday. Yesterday was my sister's birthday. Lots of grief. good birthdays. Are they the same age? Who? Cass and Katie? No. No. How old's Katie. Oh, Ka Katie. Katie, Katie was born in 92. Okay, so Ooh, she's actually so between. She's between Zach and John. Yeah, a yeah, yeah. Baby. She's a baby. She's the same as Gazi, though. She is. Her and Gazi. Her and Gazi are the same age. Yep. Mm -hmm. Gazi makes, was... makes me feel old. Was a couple weeks ago. Oh. Was the third. Well, we're so, here. yeah, the, the kids, all three of our kids' birthdays are a couple weeks apart a month after Christmas. <laughs> love it uh that means that you can lump in all the birthdays and all the gifts and everything happening all at once right and i'm sure they don't mind at all no they're you know no, no that's not the they're way not going no, that. Yeah, no dang it my sister's birthday is the day after christmas she gets what a jip every year what a jip yeah but you know it's not a jip today's a news conversation because we're going to be talking about some good stuff happening uh over there for for lucas uh arts or Lu it's Lucasfilm Gaming, actually. It's not LucasArts Gaming. Well, they um, changed the name. They yeah, they did. Well, yeah, they changed it because LucasArts like went away, and yeah. then and then it's Lucasfilm Gaming actually used to be a thing back a long time ago, uh, before LucasArts or something. But anyway, so um, we're gonna talk about that huge news about the divorce between EA and Lucasfilm. Uh, which opens up a whole lot of new opportunity for other developers to jump in and own certain IPs, obviously like Star Wars and others. So we're going to talk about some of the news coming out from Ubisoft, from uh, from Bethesda, and what some of that means uh, for us. Uh, but before we do jump into that, you know, we started bullshitting a little bit ahead of time, like we normally do. But you guys doing okay? Start of the, the new year, exciting stuff happening. Yeah. Anything? No. Uh... Yeah. Nothing exciting. Exciting. No, uh, I finally finished my first Assassin's <laughs> Creed game. I, I I count that as an accomplishment. That is exciting, actually. That is so definitely accomplishment. And I and I want to have you talk about that when we talk about our video game review because it's very timely. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we're, so, um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. So the company I work for decided that they're going to get out of the software business. And they sold off all of their government IT software development work to another company. So again, you're again, like, didn't this, I'm, I mean, you were already like looking. No, we lost job. the, right. The, well, I'm keeping the same, the, the thing is they just sold us lock, lock, stock, uh, and barrel. Gotcha. Okay. So it's not so, like you have to find a new job. Nope. Nothing's changing okay. except that we work for a different company in a couple of months. Oh. That's exciting. <laughs> uh, 
I guess. Yeah, I mean, you know, new opportunity. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to look at everything with a half glass full because today's been a little bit of a pain in the butt. Um, and I'm trying to be a little bit optimistic. That's all. So I'm, I'm going to say that, you know what? These are great times ahead of you, Diddy. You're going to see awesome things happening and uh, a great opportunity. Right? Yeah. Sure. Of course. Yeah. Look at look at that. <laughs> okay. All right. Such a lack of optimism man. in his voice. Yeah. Such a lack of optimism. Jesus. Well, it's one of the things when you when you've been with the same company for twenty some years. Yeah. Well. You know. Yeah. Uh, how far out are you from uh, from retirement though? Oh God, I still got ten years. Ten years. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, you could you could technically retire? Technically, I could retire. But you've got today ten years before you can to. do Social Security, right? Right. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So that's what you're doing. Gotcha. Gotcha. My dad's living that retired life, man, and he loves it. Is he your dad died. old enough for Social Security? Nope. <laughs> yeah. So if I had kids, or if I had grandkids, it might be different. Yeah. They're, yeah. They just the, they just downsize. There are no grandkids. You know, live they off that four Oh no no you know they they moved to Belmont Bay. They they live in like a little condo there. Oh so. okay so that was that was the downside. Oh yeah. I thought they yeah. left. I thought they left Belmont Bay. I was like no oh. no no no. No they they love it there too much. Um, I didn't even know that place existed. I was uh, I was chasing this food truck that I that I liked that used to do. <laughs> They used to like, like wait, wait, chasing a food truck. Hold on, wait, 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 the uh the harbor up off of Route One out in Aquaquan. Yeah, that's where. Well, that is. one day they posted they were going to be in Belmont Bay, and I didn't know what that was. But you know, there was a little map pin, and I was like, okay, I can I can navigate my way there. And I didn't know that that housing development existed. Yeah, it's and it's not even that old. Or I'm sorry, it's not even that new anymore. It's got kind of gotten old, but um, it doesn't look like it belongs in Woodbridge. It's very nice. Yeah. <laughs> It's nicer than the rest it's of nice. Woodbridge. What's wrong with Woodbridge? There's nothing wrong with nothing. Woodbridge. <laughs> but this place is like, it looks like something that belongs more in Lorton or Fairfax County than, than Woodbridge. Okay. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I would, I would agree. I it's just, just so, it just looks so new. Yeah. In comparison to like most of the developments in Woodbridge. All right. Well. It's nice, and they they love it there, and they're they're enjoying themselves. They're enjoying themselves. They're having a good time. Um, over here at the Albisu house, you know, I, I got about like four hours of sleep last night, which is great because you know we have a two month old. <laughs> I had to think about that for a second. We have a two month old. Last night, uh, he was up uh, at about two o'clock. Fed him, and then I was up all night thinking about you know like your mind just races about the stupidest shit and so uh I, last night i and i tweeted this right when i was feeding him i couldn't stop thinking about the lore of kingdom hearts and how complicated it is and under i don't understand how people like understand what's going on like have have 
mapped it all out because it's so confusing. And I was up for about like, like two hours thinking about that and I couldn't go back to sleep. That's how my brain works. So I'm very tired. I'm a little bit loopy. You're going to be in for a little bit of a show tonight, folks. <laughs> it's going to be great. Yeah. Man, I, I slept well. You didn't sleep I, well either? No. I had, I, I had a couple of weeks there, but I, I think I'm back to the to the dead log. I would love that. That that sounds really good. Uh, I, Beck hates, hates me sometimes. I, I can go in, lay down. Two minutes gone really? oh yeah, yeah vanessa feels the same way about me she told me the Two other minutes. night like she looked over at me and she was just like i could just strangle them right now <laughs> she couldn't sleep <laughs> and i literally came in laid down and was out really yeah like i mean it takes it, it, me like when i come in and lay down i'm going to sleep like i don't Good have that whole tossing turning by the time i go to bed i'm going to sleep well it's funny it depends on what i'm doing ahead of like like after raid, yeah. After raid, after raid, I have to go in and like read a book for half an hour. I, that's what I did. I I just chilled. The out. mind going a thousand miles a minute, you know, yeah. and you, you're all hyped up. And last night was fun, by the way. Shout out to the filthy casual raid team. We're getting closer, and more bosses down. Oh, she's she's giving thumbs down <laughs> to the hyped up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're. I I get in the same boat though after raid night. I have to like chill out. I like otherwise it just um I'm so amped up I can't fall asleep. Valor says I was asleep 15 minutes after raid was over last night. Yeah, but Balor was like busy all day yesterday. Balor's one of our raiders. He's there in chat. Yeah, and by the way, you could be in chat as well. We're doing this on a Thursday, by the way. Uh Thursday at 8 30 p.m. Normally we do this on Mondays at 8 30 p.m. Uh but the Buckeyes played in the national championships and got their uh, butt whooped. So that was a good use of a Monday instead of doing George sick of mouse, but that's fine. Hey, that, that's what happens when you play a professional football team. It's wild, dude. They're, Alabama's on another level. So we watch our Buckeyes lose, but they still put up a really good fight. Honestly, I, I anticipated that loss because they're a totally different team. Like I thought, man, I thought you all had a shot, man. I thought... There was no shot. No. Well, no, no. I didn't think they had them to put up a fight. Yeah. That's what happens when you're Ohio State coming from a Michigan fan over there. TV's Travis in chat says. So appreciate everybody being here on an off day. And with that in mind, friends, why don't we jump right into this big-ass news topic? Here we go. It's time for the news. Friends, it's a huge, huge deal right now if you are a Lucasfilm fan of any type, whether that be something like, obviously, Star Wars, to Indiana Jones, to, um, what, what's the other one with, uh, with Warwick Davis? Um, uh, I was on a roll? Willow. Uh, like, they, they make a lot of really good oh, stuff. Oh, well, yeah, they did Willow. Yeah. So, you know, first of all, Lucasfilm Games is now a thing. Lucasfilm Games uh, is the Lucasfilm's legacy in gaming stretches back decades, you know, with Lucasfilm and the galaxy far, far away, entering a new and unprecedented phase of creativity. So will the world of Lucasfilm Games developed in collaboration with the finest studios across the industry. And that's the big piece that we're talking about today. 
this open so first of all we need to talk about the fact of uh ea is doesn't have the exclusive agreement anymore around star wars or any of those titles so what this means now for anybody who's not familiar is that it's kind of fair game to lucasfilm games to say you know this is the studio that i want to work with to develop a specific game we're going to talk about a couple of instances of how this is coming into fruition right now in the market uh before we jump into the, some of those specifics what i want to do is open it up uh and just kind of get your all's reaction to the development of this studio um taking ownership of the games and what you're uh just you know, just your immediate reaction was to this news. Uh, why don't we start with J-Dimes? So, funny enough, my first thought about it is, why are they calling it Lucasfilm's Games? Like, you, you, they're starting, like, this new thing? Like, come up with a new studio name. It's not Luke. I mean, yes, like, George Lucas created this, but he's not involved at all. Like, Come up with a new stadium, a new, uh, a new uh, studio name. That was the first thing that struck. Me. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, I think it's good for them. I, I think, uh, you know, EA just—I don't think they made great games with the license. Yeah, they um, definitely didn't do themselves any favors. So you know, it'll be interesting to see how having variety in their studio uh use will work out for them uh but you know i also think maybe maybe the best thing for them is to really do this stuff in house like do what wb decided to do with the batman games you know they farmed those out uh at the beginning and then at the end they they were like nah we'll just do them ourselves right so it'll be interesting to see the approach that they take on that. But Yeah, totally. Diddy, how about you? Well, my very first thought was, thank God EA's not, it doesn't have the exclusive anymore. I, EA just, God, everything they touch, just, you know. Everybody hates on EA. Because everything they touch just goes to shit. <laughs> it's like great at first, and then all of a sudden, oh, man. I And it's weird because they have good ideas. They just can't execute on them at all ever yeah. so that was my first my first thought was was and then and then i thought well what are we gonna get because you know nobody's done a good indiana jones game yet um you know they, they've got some older stuff you know like labyrinth and willow and, and howard the duck there's in that lucas Mm, no, I thought that was wasn't that Marvel? Hmm. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Thought maybe that was Lucas. Um Howard but, the Duck is know, Marvel, yeah. Is it? Alright. So yeah. um yeah, you know, it, I, I'm looking forward to, to seeing what they come out with, but I'm just glad it's not under EA anymore. <laughs> Yeah, and that's been that was kind of my that was honestly like my gut reaction was like, oh, thank God, because for yeah. me it was it was a matter of it didn't like the games were fine, like uh, what was it Jedi? Um, the Fallen Order, Fallen Order, thank you. Like that was good, 
it was a good game. Like, it felt like it lacked soul in some in some cases. Like I, I didn't quite feel like it was enough of a Star Wars game for me. Like it was it just happened to be like a guy wielding the lightsaber and it was fun. Like it was as close as I could get to wanting to like like celebrate a Star Wars game that's been made recently that I like I really like. But even more so than that, Squadrons was actually the Star Wars game that I liked the most that they had put out. Um, the Battlefront games were fine. Um, they just didn't really hold my attention as much. But again, it just felt like it lacked some soul and some creativity and, and some imagination. Like, they just simply... It was... It, it, it just... I, I can't even put... I can't even, like, explain what I'm trying to say here. It might just be because I'm tired. But honestly, it feels like they just lack soul and purpose in wanting to deliver on this like really important ip and i read somewhere that they didn't even want it to begin with and they just happened to like inherit it when i think they acquired like maybe bioware or whatever it was from the knights of the old republic and some of that but it's it, it was sad to me to see it kind of go to waste but now when I, we oh no go ahead i think i mean i think you made a very valid point like the games lack soul but what, in all honesty, which studio of these big, massive studios are really known for making games with soul? Like, when you think about a game that you really fall in love with, that you, like, like really pulls you in, it's almost never created by an EA, an Ubisoft. Um, you know, they're, they're like smaller independent studios like even when even like when i think about like like some of my favorite call of duty games from activision those games weren't weren't made by like activision proper they went out and got these smaller studios to really make the yeah, games right and that's why like you know you think black ops like um i can't think oh, of what the man, name that of original that black ops was great yeah. I can't remember the name of the studio yeah, that, that did that it. They game used to go back soul. and forth. Like that's what I mean, so, right? Like you, you yeah, get yeah. what I mean by soul, right? Like yeah. uh, and and when when we think about and this is what we'll kind of segue into here shortly, like if I think about Ubisoft, they're probably uh, up there on somebody that has the potential for what we'll talk about here in just a second. Um I think that they have them and Bethesda have a better track record of getting my attention than EA games uh, typically do just um, based on some of my experiences with things like Wolfenstein, um, the, like the new Wolfenstein games, Skyrim and, you know, Fallout and like those sort of IPs to um, the Ubisoft studio. That's that, that we'll be talking about in a second. I, I believe created the division. Like that's seeing Massive. some of those studios like kind of come, come into fruition, but more so, what we have to look forward to, uh, and again, I don't want to jump the gun because we're, we're going to be pretty specific in our ordering here, but are the potential of some of these very story-driven games um, and having some soul really is going to come into play. So why don't we do this? Let's go ahead and segue into this, uh, this big topic that came out um, about Ubisoft now partnering with with Lucasfilm Games to create an open world Star Wars game. To me, 
I think about uh, this studio, which is uh, Ubisoft Massive. They're known for creating The Division, um, which is your favorite game, right? Yeah. Uh, J-Dimes. So for me, I think about like, okay, how are they going to bring that goodness into the into the Star Wars universe with an open world game? Are we going to see something more along the lines of like a Division-esque game, perhaps with like troopers and, you know, like hiding behind barricades and perhaps leveraging like the Mandalorian and some of the some of the bounty Please hunter pieces. Like, are, are they going to do that? Or is it going to be Jedi? Like, what do you guys want to see from a Ubisoft massive uh, game like that? And, and J-Dimes, let's start with you just because you're very familiar with this studio. Well, I hope they don't try to skin a Star Wars game into Division. That's yeah. That's the first. That's the first thing. Um, like you know, I I I think they they have a good grasp on doing open world games. Um, so I hope they draw on that. But I don't know that these Star Wars games work as well when they're just like name, like. When they're just kind of nameless characters, you yeah. know what I mean. Like, I think we it could just, work better you if give us some sort of some random Jedi that we've never heard of. Yeah, like I think I think the game, like the, I think the culture of Star Wars, really draws upon like you being you having a relationship with the character. Yeah, or right? having and I tie that, in some way, like right. And I think that might have been part of the downfall of some of the other games um that they may not have necessarily always had that pull so i think they could do like an open world character where you play as one of one of the well-known jedi um so maybe it's something where you don't get like four player multiplayer or something like that you know maybe it's maybe it's a single player campaign um that tells a story or retells an existing story through through a video game. You yeah. know what would be great? If they did a Clone Wars video game. Yep. Do it in that style. I'm, I'm glad that yeah. you went there. Yeah. That would be really, really fun. Now, and they could do a Clone Wars video game and have it be multiplayer. Maybe have you level up characters as you go along i mean there's probably yeah like you're in the thick of the of the clone yeah. wars and you're but or, or maybe something based on like the bad batch or something of an offshoot there which they're going to be doing a show about like i i would love like you're, you're talking about not wanting to reskin the division and i agree perhaps to an extent because i kind of like the idea of not going assassin's creed-esque because i think that's first of all what people are uh perhaps expecting because it's ubisoft and ubisoft is synonymous with titles like assassin's creed i would love to see them do something like like that's so very much like soldier but perhaps like um like like in a really iconic time yeah like the clone wars would be would be really good um i think having a i don't i don't know that i'd want an exact system like the division 
but something that would in, involve multiplayer shooter, third person shooter is is right up there for me too. Um, but yeah, like maybe not so like when I think of the division, for instance, the reason I don't want a division game is like the run to cover mechanic and, you know, like that sort of thing. It, it would probably work in like a spec ops sort of star Wars universe or something like that. But I, I don't, I don't know that that's exactly what I would want out of a third person star Wars shooter. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I, um, did he, what about I don't you could think. do something like that, like yeah. from a multiplayer standpoint, you know, like if if you wanted to have, if you wanted to have a like a multiplayer that you know with the game and do something with like stormtroopers and, um, like rebel soldiers or something like that, and give that like more of a feel kind of of the division. But I think I think the real selling point for this game is going to be the story, and building like a camp like a. a a single multiplayer campaign that l really goes through an actual story. Yeah. Diddy, what do you think? Right. But we are talking about the king of open world games. I mean, that th this is, this is the uh, developer that does that, right? They've got yeah. Assassin's Creed. They do Far Cry. They do Watch Dogs. They've got um, the Division. It's all, all the Tom Clancy titles. Yeah open world games that that they do so well i envision a far cry style game where Ooh, i like the idea of that where you're you've got an objective and and as a character in in the star wars universe um you you have something that you have to do but I, I could even see it being sort of like far cry where you're fighting the you know the overlord of a certain planet and you're trying to free the people and and you join the liberation front as a as whatever you know a a, a bounty hunter or a or a you know a gray jedi or whatever and and try to play that scenario yeah um i agree with you that it needs to be a campaign but we're talking about a a, a company that does story so well yeah I mean, that's that's the point i was making earlier man like and, i would be happy and that's the thing story. that really excites me about this is that we're gonna get to have ubisoft do a story driven game in the star wars universe i personally would like to see it set in a time frame that's not been done set it in said it when the jedi were like the high republic the, era yeah were the true knights of the of the republic you know i said it in that time frame and and let's go back to where there were you know there were dark side light side and gray jedi yeah. you know let, let's let's do it that way and and see what it's like because i i'm just really looking forward to it these guys know what they're doing when they talk about this style of game I yeah. just this is just so great for the Star Wars universe and gaming in general. Yeah, and you know, just kind of segueing now to another big title that was announced from a, another developer that Lucasfilm Games is is going to be partnering with, Bethesda, and the the Wolfenstein team. One of my favorite 
of the Bethesda franchises. It's such a simple concept, those Wolfenstein games. They're shoot and hack and slash, and Doom is very similar in, in that vein. Um, Wolfenstein brings in some humor, too, which I think is perfect for partnering on an Indiana Jones-centric game. So this brings up a lot of questions. What is this game going to be about? It's made by Machine Games, uh, executive produced by Todd Howard, who's very well known with his work on the Fallout stuff. Um, they did this little teaser. If you're watching live on uh, on Twitch, you can see this teaser. I think it was Travis who posted this in our Discord. If you hit exclamation point Discord, by the way, you can get a link if you're watching live and join our Discord. But he posted this, and I saw this little teaser thing, and at the very end, when somebody picks up that hat, I freaking lost it. I was like, no way! Because we have gotten like a lot of Indiana Jones sort of games, anything from Tomb Raider to Uncharted, stuff like that. And, That's uh, what it is going to be. It's going to be Tomb Raider and Uncharted. Uh, what else can yeah. they do? But, but here's the thing. You think about who is doing this. This is a studio that's very well known for first party stuff, or I'm sorry, first uh, person stuff, which makes me wonder, are they trying to do Indiana Jones in first person? Which I think would be a very interesting concept if you were to have the same sort of pacing that a Doom or a uh, Wolfenstein game would have set as Indiana Jones. I'm kind of there for it. Even if that I means mean, I wouldn't be, you know, parkouring and jumping and scaling walls and stuff i get that but what are your what are your thoughts jay i don't know how they can do this game and not have it feel like uncharted or tomb raider like yeah it's, it's gotta so be long, tomb raider that's what we said tomb raider well you know yeah. we've said uncharted we, was basically a male version for 20 of tomb years raider, we've been saying and tomb raider do... was the female indiana jones yeah yeah for 20 years we've been saying please do a tomb raider you know game done as indiana jones i mean well and there was already an indiana jones one there was an indiana jones game and and Balor in chat mentions this and and if you're watching live you, you can see um this i think it was the staff of kings yep was the game for playstation 3 and xbox 360 a third person indiana jones game that people really enjoyed uh so that they have a game like that I would say that that would be, again, going towards my Ubisoft reference before. I think if Bethesda were to take the route of making a third-party Indiana Jones game where you're doing all the things that you're doing in Uncharted and Tomb Raider, it would feel like a cop-out because I think that they would be way... I think it would be way more interesting and challenging as a development team to develop a game like that in in first person and i would love it i personally would love it we'll see what happens but i don't know what do you guys think you challenge me on that or do you think that that's oh no i no yeah the the so yeah when the first when this you is first a tough license this, i think for him. when you when you hear about this the very first time all you can think about is you know oh my god they're gonna do a tomb raider game could you could you do like a, a, an FPS in this world that would make sense? I don't know if you can. I think you could. Uh, I mean, because well, you know this is the company that does Doom, also. So, but think about think about Indiana Jones and all the movies that he's been in. 
how often is he like doing the level of climbing and parkour stuff that you get to do in games like Uncharted and Tomb Raider? Not often. Right? Like that's kind Not of where it often. comes from me. Like for me, he's way more of a scrappy dude that reminds me of the gameplay in Wolfenstein, which makes me think that it would totally work. I don't know though. I, we'll see what they do. I, yeah, I don't know if you would, if it were that that Tomb Raider style game, I don't actually think you would play as Indiana Jones. You might play as, you know, an apprentice of his or something. That's yeah. Trying to find him. You know, he went off looking for, you know, some idol in the middle of the uh, yeah. jungle where the, there are aliens. No, never mind. Bad movie. Bad. Why, why bad. would you it go never there? Why would you say It never that? happened. Right? It never happened. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, you might play as, as somebody going to try to find Indy or something uh, to that effect. But, yeah, I can't see playing, like you said, that parkour style game as him, as the main character. I don't know. Challenge me if you're if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, you're wrong. Email joystickandmouse at gmail.com. But this does kind of segue us into this bigger conversation about what is that realm of possibility with uh, with, with this IP, this broad IP of like Lucasfilm properties, Star Wars, Willow, Indiana Jones, etc. I mean. There's more than that, I, I'm sure, but those are the few that kind of come to mind. Like, what what is the realm of possibility for me? Just to kind of share where my head immediately went were like studios like Insomniac and Sucker Punch, Naughty Dog, like those those sorts of um, like Naughty Dog making a Lucasfilm game, like a Star Wars. Really, you talk about story driven. That would be rad. <laughs> I and Naughty Dog has announced recently that they're working on new stuff. To me, that immediately, like when they said that was was oh, a new Uncharted game for the PlayStation 5. That'd be great. I would love to see that. But considering this news that came shortly after about Lucasfilm games being a thing, I was like, huh, oh, okay. I could do that. I could do a Naughty Dog um star wars game or something that'd be really uh, rad uh up until a couple of months ago the studio i would studio i would have picked would have been cd project red i'd have said yes, oh I'm my god yep. no oh my no, god i want you guys to do nothing. an op open world nothing. star wars or indiana jones game oh please yes and At the then, scope of 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 what now that game well, should have been them, can we, give them can... the time to do it and not be under this rush be like 10 like, years <laughs> well yeah i mean it's gonna i'm be good 10 with years it anyway, don't, don't get right? me wrong i think they do a, they're a solid studio that made a huge huge mistake well they made a mistake by trying by trying to push a game that wasn't ready right it's not ready it's not ready that's blizzard <laughs> right yep. can, I, can, can we have just a small segue real quick sure did well, you all see the article that CD Projekt Red said that the next-gen version of Cyberpunk wouldn't be out until halfway through the year? I yep. did. Yep. Yep. I saw. I actually heard that through the apology from the 
from the co-founder of CD Projekt Red, and they uh, they were saying that, yeah. Which, which says to me. You're going right where I'm where I was going. Which Donna. says to you. me, the game. That's when they should have put the game out. That's that's well, when the game no. should have come out. What what it even says to me is that the game was never being built for next generation. Like if their focus was on like everybody saying like, oh well, it really should have just been a next gen game. But they didn't work on this as a next-gen game. Well, yeah. no, they worked on this as a PC game. They Otherwise, it wouldn't take them half a year. Yeah, and that's well, that's what they, out. But that's that's what they the the guy led with was like he was like our priority was making this look as incredible as possible for PC, and that's where mm -hmm. they and then it was like and then we would downscale it for consoles, and that that's what came out of the guy's mouth when I was watching that video today, and I was like, oh, um, so to me. The, I wouldn't really need that much of a down a downscale for 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 the next gen consoles. Well, with like the bar set up this high for like your most decked out Diddy built computer to Xbox One, you know, day one <laughs> Xbox One, you know, like there's like, a huge difference. Like, how bad could the downscale have to be, be between? top of the line pc to series x and ps5 well the way that they talked about it was all the back-end systems of that game between like how the world is rendered to all the different things that are hap happening simultaneously in, or, you know in the world around you at that point that caught like th there's just huge limitations but th i think the game shouldn't have been deployed as a as a current or you know previous gen title like it should have been a next-gen title at the end of the day it could have always been a next-gen title yeah but I, I think that there there is still a very solid and the guy was like look i take ownership this is the this the reason i'm making this video is because i want to take ownership this it's not the team's fault it's me and the board members we made the call it's like okay cool like the game's already starting to see prices drop yeah and you know, he's like, we want to continue to do mm -hmm. what's right, uh, you know, and so we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But I still think that the people and the the actual creative talent out of that studio, going back to Diddy's point, you think about what they did with, like, The Witcher and, and all that. Like, it's just good. Let them take the, a piece of Star Wars. Perhaps let the dust settle from Cyberpunk nope, before yeah. you ever and, talk and, about but it. But the story, the story and the concept yes. of Cyberpunk is phenomenal. It's really, really good. Really good. Um, so uh, they had it. They just didn't do the technical part of the game that they needed to do. Right. And, you know, and uh, we we bash Activision for this all the time. They let the money start to take over the decisions about the game. Right. And that's never, it never works. No. It it never works. It's never gonna work, and all it ever does. Look over is... at Activision. They're gonna get their money. Oh yeah, they won't well, put out a they won't put out a half-ass game, but they'll charge you ten dollars more for a game for next gen versus the one that they put out for previous mm -hmm. gen. That's right. Like they're gonna get they're gonna get their money for the extra work that they put in for the next gen game. And I'm Only okay with that. Only company doing that. Only company doing that. Man. Yeah. 
Uh, Jay, what do you want to see out of, uh, like, what studio would you want to see develop a Star Wars game? And, and what sort Man. of game would you want them to do? Um, You know, I think I'd go back to, like, I mean, I realize Massive is doing something. Uh, but I am interested to see Massive, uh, even though it's probably going to screw me over for seeing a Division 3. Uh, I am interested to see Massive do maybe something based off the Clone Wars. I want to see a Star Wars game that's story-driven with characters that I already care about. In an era um, that you care about, like the Clone Wars. In an Wars. era that I care about. Yeah. You know what else I would love to see? What? If, if I'm not going to get that from Massive, I would love to see a Telltale game <gasps> that is oh. Anakin and Asuka. Ahsoka. Based from the ah Ahsoka, from the, yeah. So the a Telltale game. game would be great. Yeah, there are so could, many stories that you could, could be tell. amazing. What you just blew my mind. I didn't even think about like or or that sort of style game. It could be from Don't Nod, because they I think they put out quality stuff as quality stuff as Telltale. Tell me a story. I, I think I think interactive be... story game. Yep. Mm -hmm. Or 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 I'll go for something a little little more under the bar the life of mace windu i would love to see a mace windu game. oh i've i've been wanting a mace windu movie forever i, I ever since he showed up on screen i i've always loved that character and yeah. i've always wanted to know the backstory to it i know there's a book yes i know there's a book i haven't read it um but i want to see the movie about that yeah the, or the series yeah, I, mean, I, love, I would. I, I would expect to see maybe Samuel Jack. Like they haven't said that Mason so, is dead. So you know, yes, you we're don't see him die on screen. You see him fall out of a plane. We're getting an Ahsoka series, right? Yeah, but I think yeah. he's a little too old I for would. that Ahsoka series. I would say that we would potentially see him in Kenobi. No, no, no. Man, no but listen, that, did you I see what they, they did were, to him in Captain uh, Marvel? Disney got money. They oh can yeah, de-age him. I don't even think it has to be Samuel Jackson. They no, could no, do no, 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 no. Do a younger, no, 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 no. a younger Mace Window. Y'all aren't a younger even... Mace Window needs to be Sam Jackson. Y'all aren't even hearing what I I'm saying. Though. You, you put Samuel Jackson, his current age, everything that he's doing today, put him in Kenobi. He would he would kill it in in Kenobi. Oh, that, that's that's would... like ideal. That's what I'm saying. Uh oh, if you were to wait to do it in Ahsoka, that's uh, how, how. No, no, long? no. I want his own series. Yeah, well, I want I want an, a a series about Windu and him becoming a Jedi. Oh, history of the purple of the purple lightsaber. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I I don't so know many if stories, I though. yeah I, I don't know if I would I would rather see him as some decrepit old Jedi with his arm cut off or his hand cut off or whatever happened to him. And, and did he get his arm cut off? Yeah, it was like remember Anakin yeah. like chopped his hand off. Forgot and he fell out the window, yeah. remember? They went, ultimate power, blah, and then he got out the window. Just Listen, like that. Give, give me a, um, I take a Telltale game based off of those uh, Mandalorians that pop up in mm. in the show. Mm -hmm. Like, not but like the, the ladies. Mm -hmm. I can't you know, those. now that you say that, that style of, of storytelling game is probably more driven for the Indiana Jones universe. Oh, that would be great too. Yeah. Oh yeah, let's yeah. talk Use about it. 
let's talk about those titles. Like, we're talking about Star Wars here. Like, Indiana Jones, that's a great point about Telltale. That'd be a great Telltale Tell game. That's the style of game to do in, in, in the Indiana Jones ecosystem. I mean, they haven't, they haven't, I haven't heard anything about Telltale's next game. Well, who's the other studio? You mentioned it a minute ago. Oh, oh, that don't same nod. style game. Don't nod. Yeah, I, I don't got, nod. I got one that just hit me because of today. You know, today they re-released uh, Scott Pilgrim. Yes. Yeah. So we bought that today. But could you imagine a Star Wars style, a, a, a side a Star scroll, Wars game, arcade kind of eight bit like Scott Pilgrim? Yeah. You know. I want to throw out a weird one because I've been thinking about Willow all day thinking about this topic. What about like a Skyrim-esque Willow game? Like where you're like not even you're not as you're playing as Willow, but like you're just in that universe. Mm. I feel like that would just look like a Skyrim game. Yeah, but you know, it's got a little you got a little Warwick Davis. <laughs> I don't know. It's not yeah, as exciting to could, me as something you else. That pull the characters and stuff from there, and and use those. And I want to see them do something with with that IP. I don't know what you would do with Willow. It's not. I don't know. Well, it's okay, not so even close to look, like one of my favorite IPs, but look, Willow wasn't a good movie. No, no, it, no, no, it was not. It, it was. It was one of those that's so bad and was so quirky that. It it's charm. This, it's got that's the charm. Of it, it got this cult following that is just amazing because it's just such a bad movie. <laughs> it, you know, the acting was horrendous. The you know, it was just just terrible. But it was it's like those B movies that those B horror movies. I love those things because I thought you were so talking bad. about Seinfeld, like the B movie. No, they're so bad they're great. You know, yeah. like uh, Sharknado and. Oh, yeah. And, uh, oh, I don't know if it's on Sharknado level. You know, giant it, it's... giant wasp and the uh, you know, irradiated irradiated crocodile, <laughs> or or what know, was it? Mo- uh, <laughs> Mega Shark versus giant octopus. Yeah, was, was that yeah, the movie? Whatever, something like killer that. clowns from outer space. <laughs> I don't know if it's on that level, but I don't yeah. know. I mean, like the, I I challenge them to if you guys can think at home if you're like they're obviously missing. A, an obvious one. I, I would love to hear your thoughts on that. I think that yeah. at the end of the day, what this entire conversation culminates to is that we are excited to see Lucas Arts. Uh, well, it's not. It was Lucas Arts. Lucas Film Games, um, helping to guide the future of Star Wars and how we consume it in a video. They game. should have just called it Disney Games. Well, they already I have Disney know. Games. Disney yeah. Interactive is what they have because they're involved they, with Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, they I, don't. I, I feel the life. They don't of me do don't their own games anymore, though, do they? Film games. I don't get why, why you they have just called it Star Wars, Star yeah. Wars Studios. Like it well, has nothing to do with George Lucas. Well, yeah, but there, there's it's still called Lucasfilm. That's still uh, it's the name recognition, right? It's it's just all like about how Marvel is still Marvel. Okay, so here's the thing, right? If this had been. 20 years ago where your where your audience really gets the name recognition i would say i I would get it but they're going to be marketing this to a generation of people that like don't have that same attachment to the name george lucas that we do yeah but you're i think you're missing the 
I think you're missing the big thing here. Like Lucasfilm is encompassing of all those titles where like it's not called Spider-Man movies. It's called Marvel. Like it's Marvel films, right? Like it's kind of that it's 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 an umbrella corporation that Disney owns. I kind of feel like it's just the middle finger to George Lucas being like, yo, we still got your name. All right. Let us, what, you guys I write think, in, write in. Let us know what you think about J Dime's conspiracy. I mean, I know George got a lot of money out of it, but it's just Dude, like billions. Yeah. Oh my god, so he gets billions. So he's chilling. But he's speaking yeah. of Marvel and their 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 lunacy, anybody excited for WandaVision? WandaVision tomorrow? I, yes. Yeah, I'm I'm very here for it. It's so quirky and weird yeah. that it might be and good. I would encourage anyone who like like is excited for this at some point go back and read there's a limited series that tom king wrote for marvel probably seven years ago called vision um about a family of of um of artificial beings and it's i don't i don't know how much of it they're going to use in this in this show because it seems like they're using a lot of different stuff um from scarlet witch and the vision throughout the comics so maybe right. some of this will touch on it but it's a it's a great story um if if the vision I, interests you i'm very interested in specifically hearing from you jay dimes about like what happens in this compared to stuff that you've read like that because i don't really know where to even begin with like when, when you saw you know end game and, and infinity war you had some kind of concept because i don't know like i read the comic like i uh, the infinity war comic very different don't oh, get me yeah. wrong very yeah, different yeah. but at least you kind of get some of the themes that they were kind of going with and and it was intentionally different but i want to see what sort of like nods like like they did in infinity war that they'll end up doing in, in wandavision i'm sure uh, and i, I want to hear what you think about that it'll be very interesting to see how they how they portray the Scarlet Witch. They have given her just like wide ranging story arcs. Yep. Like where like you look at the character development and you're like, oh, this is kind of all over the place between the stories. But um it'll be very also she loses her accent. Like a couple movies in, she has no accent anymore. Yeah. Well, so I think I think that made sense when you think about the fact that they were not doing the whole their Magneto's kids, right? So in the comic books, Quicksilver and Wanda are Magneto's children which makes them, you know, which means part of their backstory is that they are they're not American. So them gotcha. having accents makes sense. But okay. because because of the way it was then and Marvel not owning the rights to do mutant movies, they couldn't do that. They couldn't have them be Magneto's kids. So it, it almost didn't even really make sense to bring them in as siblings mm. because like the only reason it makes sense to have them be siblings is because they're Magneto's kids. Yeah. Okay. Oh, interesting. I mean, they could go back and do that now because they have technically, yeah. <laughs> Maybe they'll throw um, a little curveball in, uh, and she'd be like, "Daddy," and Sir Ian McKellen walks in. And... That'll be weird though, because then they'll have they'll have to retcon 
everything that they've told us about them up to this point. Oh, totally. I was being facetious. To... But yeah. So, yeah. Man. They did. They did do the Quicksilver thing in the X Men movies, though. So Quicksilver was Magneto's son in the, in the Marvel movies. movies. They just in didn't the do anything. They didn't do anything with Scarlet Witch in the the uh, oh. X Men. Movie. Okay. Well, little segue so, for our audience there on comic. How so, how soon before we get a crossover movie? They're talking about it. They yeah. Kevin Feige said that they're. They're starting to develop the plan for how to introduce them. Like Deadpool 3 is already a, yeah. a go with a rated R. Like. So oh, they God. may actually use Deadpool and Cable Ooh, for the time travel to to bring them bring them in. Yeah, it'll it'll be uh it'll be good. But oh, I'm man, thinking we're... maybe three years. Three years before we see it. Yeah, probably. Well, let's talk about uh, we we have we always do this little section here called full stream ahead, and we usually hear this noise, and that means it's full time for full stream ahead. Uh, Diddy, why don't you take us through this article here? All right, so I found this article. Um, I actually looked at this this site quite a bit. Uh, GSM Arena uh, took a look at the three big players in the cloud gaming ecosystem and came up with an overall winner. Nah, not really. Uh, they passed on picking a winner, but they did get a good analysis of the services. Um, and so uh, we'll we'll take a look at their findings and uh, give our take on that. Um, the article is very good. We'll link it in the show notes. Look it at that really, controller. Yeah, it goes into excruciating detail about the three different services. Um, they have a re some really good analysis of what's good and what's bad about the three services i obviously i'm sorry stadia geforce and um um xbox xbox yeah um so and basically what we said <laughs> you know xbox has the best lineup of games yep geforce um they sort of give and the technical before you hit GeForce, that by the way that's a big deal with with xbox because the big con with xbox is that you cannot play games outside of the game pass scope right so sorry did i i just wanted to mention that before you moved on to geforce right um they gave the technical nod to stadia um i personally have not seen that i i have had more problems with stadia than any of the other services um and they gave the openness to GeForce, you know, saying that you can pick any game you want to the GeForce and play it pretty much. For well, the here's part. a question I have for the GeForce server. Do, are you buying the games? Oh, no, no, never mind. It says it supports game stores operated by Steam yeah. and Epic. So. So, so the way the GeForce service works is you link your account to your GeForce account. Right. Like and so. then... And then if the game's games allowed to be played on GeForce, you, you, you've linked your account and says, oh, you own that game. You want to play it and play it on our servers? All right, there you go. That's a way, like, you could just stream that to your actual computer. Like, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've done that. Oh, I do that all the time. Oh, uh, like, oh, what was it the other day? I didn't want to install it, and I wanted to play it, and I own it. Um one of the far cry games i just was just like nah you know what i need something mindless to do for half an hour 
Um, That's not bad. Uh, and and I had never fired up. Uh, what is a oh, Wild Hunt? Far Cry Wild Hunt? Oh, uh, Primal. Primal. Yeah. Yeah, and I I don't have it installed. I wanted to play it, and I was like, all right. So I I fired it up once you force it runs perfectly smooth. Works great. Uh, I didn't have any problems with it. It's like this is really that their service is phenomenal. Works really really well. Uh, for me, it's been the best one, easily. Uh, they mentioned Luna and um, and uh, the other one. Well, they mentioned Stadia as well. So there were four. Um, well, the th the three big ones were Stadia, um, Stadia, Stadia, GeForce, GeForce, and Xbox. And then Xbox has the best. Xbox has the best money for games value. Yeah. Uh, Stadia, they gave the technical nod to, saying it was the best technical service. And GeForce has the best openness, meaning you can play any game on there that, if, as long as you want to link your account. Yeah, and just kind of like what I think the big concern is about Stadia is it's like, if Google does what Google does and they just like s suddenly throw the axe on it, there goes all your games. So, right. It, if you bought them through Google Stadia, yes. Right. And that's one of the nice things about the GeForce um Yeah, it's kind of platform is, agnostic, if you will. Yeah, the the bad thing is about is you don't really get any games for for subscribing to that service, right? Right. Nothing nothing exciting anyways. They have a couple, but uh nothing, you know, real earth shattering, no AAA titles or anything like that. Right, right. Uh, well, that's uh, if you guys have any thoughts on so, those those uh, cloud. Yeah, good article. Go read it. Yeah, wanna, go read it. I don't want to bore you thoughts. with all the details. No, yeah, <laughs> and they have a good pros and cons at the end of each list that I think is is really helpful in kind of getting a, a good picture. Of that email us. Let us know your thoughts. Joystickmouse at gmail .com. I want to take us now to our video game review. Yes, and the reviews were so mixed. Surprise. Friends, today we're talking about Assassin's Creed Valhalla. This is a game that's been out for a little while. It's a game that I got for Christmas. Diddy, did you get it for Christmas? Yeah. You, no, you got it earlier? I just bought it. All right. Yeah. Um, I, I, it was I always, on sale. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. I actually got it on when sale it was, as well. Um, when it was on, when on sale, I got it. Yeah, I actually ended up getting it on PlayStation 4, and I, and I didn't expect to have an Xbox Series X at that point. Um, so I ended up just trading it into Amazon and they had a discount on the digital version. So I ended up trading it in and getting it cheaper with the digital version in mind. So it, it's um, this is a, a the newest foray into Assassin's Creed. If you remember, gosh, it's probably like a year ago. I had some pretty scathing things to say in anticipation of this game. Um, my thought on this whole thing was like, what is the point in having an Assassin's Creed game, titling it Assassin's Creed, and having you play as a Viking? What in the hell is going on? I miss the days of, you know, assassinating people and making, you know, uh, really cool stealth decisions. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to eat those words. Because, yeah, this isn't a big old, like, you know, Assassin's Creed feeling sort of game. But this is a really damn good Viking game. And it is really, really, really fun. Um, I did not enjoy playing Odyssey. 
And people have been giving me shit about that because it, they say it's one of the best Assassin's it's Creed amazing. games. And I, I, it just didn't grab me. But this game, for some reason, it may just be the the aesthetic. The Vikings are pretty cool. Uh, but this game, man, it had me. Um, as soon as I was on that longboat, listening to the music, um, seeing the history of the, the Danes and the, the Saxons and all that, I was so into it for reasons that are, it's not even an Assassin's Creed reason. It's just a really good action game reason that happens to have friends from the, uh, from the Assassin's Guild, you know, coming in and, and doing things, the hidden ones as they're saying. Uh, and they, they teach Eivor how to do certain assassin-y sort of things, um, which I think is a really cool added added way to you know bring in assassins into this story without making it really assassin-y as a Viking. Um, so I think that it's, it was, it's really neat. I'm really, really pleased with it. Diddy, what are your thoughts? So I... Uh like you, I was a little eh about having an Assassin's Creed game being set in the world of Vikings. Um, and like you, I absolutely love this game. It is you can play it as an assassin as a Viking assassin. I, I love how they brought the assassins into the game. Um very subtle, right? Very subtle very um very not in your face um brought you along sort of like it's being introduced to the vikings as a way of of a means to an end instead of just charging in axes raised um going all in i sort of alex isn't quite there yet in the story and Jay Dimes hasn't played yet, so I won't go I'll try to do this without spoiling, but I love how they've sort of brought back some of the older games stuff into this one using the Vikings. It was it's I, when you get there you'll understand what I'm saying. Okay. But but um yeah, it's it, all the things that you used to be able to do in the game, you can still do. Um, I tried doing a raid. I, so one of the things I did was I said, you know what? I'm not going to use my bow and arrow this time. I'm going to do all my kills by stealth. And I tried doing that for a whole raid and I almost made it. Oh, really? And then I had, and then I had to break down a door. See, when I, you break down the yeah, when you break down the door, there's nothing you can do. It you just... know, it's funny that you say that. I, I actually tried doing a stealthy raid at one point too, and then you you know you have the opportunity to call in your warband, and then you're like, nah, fuck that. I'm gonna fucking pull out my big ass axe and I'm gonna start chopping heads off. It's so satisfying. It's it's a really the combat good game. Is really good. The combat's very good. I love it. This is really bad. I love running around, just running around the countryside, and you run up on these special missions. I love doing those special missions. Oh, yeah. You, I'm really glad you brought that up. The special like, missions are They're like fun. little mini boss fights all over the map. 
but they're, they're even right. like it's even like it, they don't make any sense in some cases they're just silly like some of them they're yeah they're so lighthearted, and that's what i actually really really like about it they and, and they're they hard and you have to use seriously. different strategies for each you can't use the same strategy for each fight some of them you have to right. some of them you have to dodge and and stay out of the way some of them you know some of them you have to get in close some yeah. of them you have to and, distract them. It's they're really, really well done. And speaking of you know differences in gameplay, like the way that you can use weapons and dual wield versus you know two handed weapons, and you can main hand two shields, uh, you know like you can have a shield on your main hand and an off hand. There's such a variety of ways that you can play this game that it genuinely keeps things so interesting in an Assassin's Creed game that I was so surprised to feel this way. Especially after I just wasn't really in love with what Odyssey brought. Um, so I was reluctant a bit to play this after hearing so many amazing reviews about it. I said, okay, this is one of my favorite game franchises of all time. I had to try it, and I'm so glad I did. And by the way, I, I want to call out a couple of weird things that have happened, and I mentioned this on uh, on the... Uh, on Twitter and stuff. And it's actually funny if you're watching on Twitter right or on Twitter, on Twitch right now, there are plenty of bugs. <laughs> uh, not in there sort of like bugs. a cyberpunk Look sort of way, guy. but I, I, it's there are glitches. There are, there are yeah. definitely visual glitches that happen in and the game. audio glitches, by the way. I had this one situation where everything my character said, like at the very beginning, you play as a young Avor. And when you're playing as a young Avor, like I had. I had him like, he would say a thing and then all of a sudden he would like finish a sentence and then the audio would play again as the NPC was responding to him. So like you'd hear two voices in other words, um, weird, weird stuff like that, as well as visual stuff like you're seeing here in this video. That said, it's few and far between. It's gotten better. Uh, this is not by any stretch of the imagination like a cyberpunk sort of debacle at the end of the there day it's it's fine there hasn't been any game breaking bugs nothing, nothing that nope. you know nothing where i couldn't finish a quest or something and and actually almost all of mine have been visual glitches uh i haven't seen any audio other than one time i had one instance where the where the where the sound was breaking up all the time i restarted the game and it came back fine mm, okay so um just just some weird like, like i said just weird visual glitches um one time i was riding in the middle of my horse which was a little strange mm. so like the legs were coming out the side it was, it was that's just you know that's interesting. uh some some things you know about standing a foot above the water and sort you know you could just walk right out over the water and it was things like that yeah but, uh, honestly it's not it wasn't that bad nothing game breaking at the end of the day nope. if you're looking for a good action rpg game you can't go wrong with this game and even if you haven't played and you can tell ones. from the video that was playing it's stunningly beautiful beautiful just stunningly it looks beautiful. really good on xbox series x really yeah, buddy was sending me pictures with the ray tracing I, turned on and i was just like I, I didn't know what I was like, what, where, where is this a photo from? He's like, man, this is a screen cap from, from Assassin's Creed. He's playing on a 4K 
uh, 120. Now, granted, I think the game only runs in 60. I'm playing but. in 4K 60 frames per second because I'm playing it through my Hue sync box. But with how beautiful the game looks <laughs> with like the Hue lighting and everything, it's so uh, it's such an experience, man. It, it really is. Does it give you game. the option for 120? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, no, you know what? In that game, I don't know, but in the Series X itself, you can. Yeah, see, right. mine are all mine are all G Sync monitors, so it's burning at 60 all the time. Yeah. Now, having said that, um, this is one of those games that I, I, my ultra wide is a, it's technically the same pixel density as a 4K, but it's actually a of 1440p um, oh right right because it's ultra widescreen right. the f on the 4k monitor it actually looks better than on the I ultra wide that. yeah no, i believe that um so this is one of those games i actually will throw up on the other monitor and play it that way cool um on, on the true 4k and j dimes you just finished odyssey so uh that was the very first game that you actually finished from the assassin's creed franchise right correct so are is this a game that you have interest in playing i bought it um i actually bought the physical copy and then walmart had the digital copy on sale for like 34 last weekend wow so i bought it digitally i got to send the physical back um but yeah you got it for xbox series x yeah Nice. Yep. I'm going to I'm going to finish uh DMC5 and then I'll start on Assassin. Yeah. It's a solid well, plan. Well, it's funny. I I wouldn't have even played this if Cyberpunk would have been solid. Cuz <laughs> I I I said, "You know what? Okay. I'm going to let them fix Cyberpunk and I'm going to go I, play something else for a little while." And I actually this had a is break. I picked up. I had a break in between calls today at work and so I just came down here and I was just like, I need to get away from that desk. And so I came down here to this desk and I just sat and played like 20 minutes of, of cyberpunk. And I realized why I still love that game. Just it's absurdity in so many ways. Um, but yeah. you all noticed that Ubisoft, the prices dropped on all of their, all of their next gen games. Really? Like, like assassins is like 35. I picked up, um, Phoenix Immortal or what is it? Oh yeah, yeah, Phoenix. Yeah. That for 25 brand new physical. Wow. Yeah, uh, I saw, I saw that was on sale. There's another there's a third Ubisoft game. Watchdog Legions is dirt yeah, cheap Watch right now. Legion is dirt cheap. I bought that for Will for Christmas. He's not He's, he's not like, like Yeah, he's not insanely enthused about it. He said I, he's going to finish. I got it. Um, I haven't touched it yet, though, because I've been so into Assassin's Creed. Um, I also have to play Days Gone. I have Persona 5, uh, DMC 5. <sighs> so many things to play. So many games, so little time. But that is why we are here delivering this sort of content to you, uh, because I'm sure you're, you're, you're in the same boat listening at home. You're, and there's a big games. MMO that's taking up so much time. Yes. And then World of Warcraft. <laughs> Yeah. Man. Anyway. All right, friends. That is a show. Let's clap it out. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for being here. If you're in chat watching live on twitch.tv slash Alex thank you very much for being here. Uh, we 
uh, have this show going live every Monday, normally at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. So make sure that you show up to be a part of the chat, just like many others in chat have been, including TV's Travis, Balor, Yeesings, and others. So thank you so, so much for being here. If you'd like to contact us, you can do so by heading over to joystickandmouse.com. Our email address is joystickandmouse at gmail.com. If you'd like to chime in on any of the conversations that we had today, we encourage you to do so. Um, so, friends, until next time, Diddy. See you later, folks. Jay Dimes. Take it easy. And friends from me, be good to yourselves. Be good to others. Take care. If you like this show, check out more great content at incastmedianetwork.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>